Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Bernstein and Holmes Show, middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Dan Bernstein. When I've already gotten to the point in a Bulls season where there's an aspect that I'm rooting for the chaos just to make them interesting, that sucks. Yeah. But I kind of am. So you want Russell Westbrook to... No. I mean, I don't, but I can rationalize it. Say, all right, let's lean in. Go ahead. Let's go full butter and syrup. Just pour it all over the top and we'll make it work. Mmm, fattening. Lawrence Holmes. If you're scared of your alpha dog status on the Bulls and the Bulls bring in Russell Westbrook, I got some really bad news for you. You're no longer the alpha dog of the Chicago Bulls. He is. His resume says that he should be. Forget about the fact that he got traded and got bought out. That's Russell Westbrook. He's got an MVP. He's got four seasons where he averaged a triple-double. A nine-time All-Star? He's going to the Hall of Fame. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk. By Arturis' own admission, there were a lot of buyers last week, and if you were desperate, it would have seemed like it would be easy to make some moves. I just think it's hilarious that he says, well, in 28 games, we'll know more. Well, now it's 26 games, and those two... Games 28 and game 27 showed you the Bulls entirely distilled into what they have been. Later that same evening. And this ball game is over. 191 Orlando beats the Bulls. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. What a wet fart of a game that was. I mean, just nothing. It's just nothing got going and you're, you're watching it. It's just like... It, it never, it, nothing ever happened, and then it was over. Nothing really happened in years. I was sitting there going, you know, Orlando really doesn't know how to win. No. And you're watching some of their fourth quarter possessions under five minutes, and you're going, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I'll tell you this, though. Paolo Boncaro is a bad man. He's a thing. That guy is going to be nasty. Once he gets his his NBA feet under him a little bit, it's He's interesting nasty. because they've got a bunch of players that you go, you know, you can you can project them out and say there's something there, but the collection of them is meh. Yeah, it, it is. It is. They've got a lot of talent. They're a little bit like the Rockets East in that you you'll see, oh, they got, oh, okay, all right, but then you watch it all work and. You, I mean, the Bulls hit a couple shots. They could have. They, they they were asking to get run out of the building. The Bulls didn't want to. Oh, the Bulls! They were. They what a what an incredible show of faith in their front office for the faith that the front office shown in yep. them rewarded them rewarded yeah. them with this these kinds of performance. So we're three games in now. Yeah, three games in because there's 25 games left in in yeah. Arturis's forensic breakdown and accounting. 
of a Bulls team that's playing pretty much exactly like they've played over the last 100 games. Amazing to think that into this evaluative process, we're three games in and they're exactly the same team that we've been seeing since the All-Star break last year. Kind of kind of amazing that we saw that, and in, in some cases, worse. So let's see. Like, let's see if this is a real actual evaluation that's taking place. And it's, um, I, 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 how did Mully describe it? That you have to be a very special type of bulls, a masochist to, to watch these games. I'm watching for, I'm, I'm right now watching for anything that might surprise me in what it is that they do. So last night you get, oh, look, it's Dale and Terry. Yeah. Look at that. There's that. Yeah. He came out there and ran around and not an NBA player yet. I don't think so either, but gave a a guy trying to be an NBA effort. That's fine. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with with all of that. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Happy Valentine's Day if this is still something important to you that you celebrate in honor of Ellis Valentine. Happy Valentine. Butler pulls up. Uh, missed it badly there. Less than a minute to go. No. Oh, my goodness. Valentine. No. Well, no. no. That is not the shot no. at that moment. That's a horrible shot. No. Wow. I mean. Oh, my oh God. No. Man, I mean, he's by the hash. That's. <laughs> That's Steph Curry range right there. Come on. Not in a two-possession game when you've worked this hard to get back in it. You can get a better shot. Oh, my goodness. That was just not a really smart play. And this is the possession of the game. Miami scores here. It feels like it's the knockout punch. The cut by Robinson. Valentine fouled him. Robinson scored it. Michigan beat Michigan State there. A little insult to injury. And sometimes you get to watch Zach Levine. And sometimes you think, you know, I can take that shot too. No, you can't. No. No. Well, well, you said it. Butler on that right side. Butler pulls up, jump shot, air ball right to Markinen. Into the hands now, quickly down the floor. Comes Valentine. Valentine, long three, and he throws up an air ball. I'm uh, surprised that uh, Coach Donovan isn't apoplectic with that shot. Can't forget Denzel Valentine. Happy Valentine's. Happy, happy Valentine. Happy Valentine's Day. I would throw in former Blazer... Uh, Darnell Valentine. Okay. Into the mix. My name is Cupid Valentino. The Martin Day Cupid. Oh, this is radio edit. Why? Happy Valentine's Day. Every day in the fourteen. I don't think y'all heard, man. I just want to say happy Valentine's Day. So what year is this? This is 2023, which means next month will be our... 24th wedding anniversary. We're one year away from silver already. That's how old we are. And May 8th is my 25th year. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And we so our. That'll do it for me. Our our Valentine's greeting this way. Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's. We grunted each other and had our coffee. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah, Valentine's Day. All right, what time are you home tonight? Okay, fine. What are you making for dinner? Right, what do you want for dinner? That's it. So that was uh, that was the extent of our, our romantic <laughs> exchange this morning. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the 269 also says, let's not forget Jose Valentin. Yeah. Great mustache. 
great mustache. Maybe he and your mean Mercedes can well hang out together for a little bit. I don't know what that stuff does for <laughs> the hair growth on the face. Uh, I don't know. Your mean is out here curling 80-pound dumbbells, apparently. Yeah, there's some people saying he might have done some Photoshopping. Okay. And it might actually be him just sort of messing with things and hey, around the edges. He's back, baby. Whatever you can do these days, who cares? Just go ahead and do your thing. I We keep moving the flag for the nadir of the Bulls season because I, I thought the, the Arturis Karnaschova's press conference was, and then I heard his interview on Mully and Hall, like, no, this is the lowest point of the year. And then that, that game last night, the, yeah. the message that team is sending you is uh, is. Deuces. Yeah, it, <laughs> yep. I will say that that is something that I didn't necessarily expect. I didn't think that it would just be a universal letting go of the rope, but apparently it has been. And it doesn't matter what type of team you are. I talk about young and hungry. They love matching up against the Magic. They love it. And because they lost that game, if by some crazy chance that you end up in a tie for a play-in series you lose i mean oh my god no i mean (laughs) i love love that that was uh adam amin's that who was the play-by-play guy in minnesota that was screaming at brett Favre? you can kick a field goal paul allen Allen? was was it paul allen you can kick a 53 yard field goal that's that was kind of Adam Amin's. Well, you no, like you know that that is as demonstrative as opinionated as you're going to hear him. Because why he, do you even ponder passing? Yes, I mean you can take a knee and try a 56 yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Yeah, you damn right. You can take a knee. You'll have to throw that ball and then steal from poor people. Yeah, but don't say that or he'll sue you. But he did, though. Yeah, I know. See, this is this is the problem. With Does who, he know about discovery? My first thought is whoever is advising him, like, first of all, the truth is a defense, and second of all, enjoy discovery. So he basically took the uh, the old was it the character was that SCTV or, or SNL? Sue, sue you, sue everybody. That's Jerky Boys. No, there's sue me, sue everybody. I right? I feel like that was an SNL character, or maybe SCTV. I know. I don't think it was SCTV. That I would know. Touch! Touchdown! Maybe even a Martin no! Short character. Sue you. Sue everyone. It could have been Nathan Thurm, which was an he, he, on SNL, the uh, the nervous lawyer. I think that's who it was with the cigarettes. Yeah, and- yeah. That's the, the character's name is Nathan Thurm, but I, I I hear that in like the the Frank Rizzo voice. Frank Rizzo. He'll sue see- me. Sue everybody. He'll see you with his tools. So I have them. <laughs> that was like a thing, man. Oh, in college? Like, we, the jerky we, voice we was like, like a thing. Oh, we have worn out cassettes. I remember the first time I heard it, and then there's like this apocryphal history of it. It was somebody's friend's friend who did it. and Frank Rizzo. Right, nobody knew where it came from, and it was a scratchy cassette, and everybody would make copies of it. And you get copies of copies, and it sounded like some like hostage tape somewhere. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, who's this? Oh, it's Rob Hochstein's friend from, from Plainview, and they, they do this, and they're famous. It's like, so you never really knew where it came from. But, yeah, Brett Favre is going to go through some things. 
Yes, he, he is, as he should. And, and he's going to pay lawyers. That's the funniest thing. Like you're you're going to pay. Will he for, though? For the, yeah, that's true. Maybe he won't. Who knows? That, that's sort of a thing now too. Take the Steve Bannon route and just be like, uh, no, I got it. No, no speaking English. <laughs> no, you don't get any of my money. All right, well, let's take a break and let's reset on the Bulls. Let, let's talk about them in both the macro and the micro because last night was really, really upsetting. And there's there's something I want to make sure okay. that we don't do when we're talking about the Bulls and the end of this season that I'm afraid that we Can't might... Come soon enough. Agreed. I'm afraid that we might be doing this, and I want to head it off at the pass. Head it off at the pass? I hate that cliche. Well, we're going to use it. So take that, Hetty. We're going to take a break. It's Bernstein and Holmes here with you until 2 o'clock on the score. I mean, Oh, my God, no. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Station, Station, Station. Sign Russ obviously to the Bulls just as a player. What do you appreciate about his game? Well, I will just say that you know being with him for four years, I've always said this. It was a unbelievable respect on my part from the standpoint that you know whenever there was a game, you knew he was always ready to play, and he's a great competitor and he loves competing, and you know he he plays with great energy and great passion. You go into a locker room before a game and you look at him, you're not worried about whether or not he's ready to play. Yeah, well, we'll find out. There, that, that's not exactly the the intensity of the recruiting pitch publicly that may be going on privately, but 
Russ doesn't have to play at all. And why would he want to come here? Yeah, that's the part that I can't figure out unless they're thinking this is an audition. We're very, we're close to being certain that Lonzo isn't going to be able to help us. We need a point guard. We'll pay you to play point guard here. That That's, I guess, what the pitch is. But if I'm if I'm Russ, I'm chasing a title. So why would I why would I come here? So here's here's my thing. And I I know as we've talked about Russ, as you heard Billy talking about Russ, and I always have to give you the preamble. He's my favorite player. I love Russell Westbrook and I love the ferocity that he plays the game with, that he does go hundred miles an hour on offense, that he does play like his hair is on fire, that he's tough, that he cares, that he you can see that when he's on the court, that he cares about the game. I appreciate that about him. I also feel badly for him because I do feel like if he and KD would have stayed together, they may have had a chance against the Warriors. And they That's were, ancient history. But it's all part of what makes Russ Russ. Like all of that stuff ways on how he is what he is what I don't want to see happen and I know that the answers yesterday kind of led to the stories that were written about this the Bulls problem one of their problem is energy okay one of their problems is that they don't try as hard as they could it's down on the list though but we when you read the Russell Westbrook stories, everybody's being careful because of tampering and all that, but let me just give you two examples of why some of this is creeping in. In the Sun-Times, this is Annie Costabile, who uh, comes off a quote with Donovan saying he's a great competitor, he loves competing and plays with great energy and passion. She writes, the Bulls could use a heavy infusion of both. She's right. Similarly, in the Tribune, Julia Poe, it, correct. The Bulls could use a shot in the arm. More than three-point shooting or rebounding, their lagging energy has been the main source of their despondent performances in recent weeks. I disagree with that. I do, too. The, their biggest problem is schematic. The biggest problem is an ill-fitting roster with guys whose who's, who's bags don't match. Their games they don't don't add up to something bigger than the sum of the parts. Yeah, but it's bigger than that too, Dan. It's their game doesn't match the game that is being played right now in the NBA. And I'm just saying, in, in, not even relative to their opponent, just on the practice floor, it doesn't work. Then you put it out there, and the primary problem is not enough three-pointers. Right. That's why they lose games. Not enough points because not enough threes. And, and if they were doing the two-point thing at a super high level, then, okay, if you were being incredibly efficient, but you're not. You're also not doing that well. It all has to do with how this team has been constructed. Because I, I do think that there is there's a conversation that probably should be had, and we could have it because we do have time, about whether or not Billy is capable of getting sustained effort out of the collection of talent. Because he, I would imagine, he's pretty disappointed in what he's seen after the Bulls were, what, 7 out of 10? Had won 7 out of 10. And now what you see is a team that isn't trying as hard 
as they could. But they're so flawed schematically and from a construction standpoint that their effort, I think, is only... like If, if we add in the effort quotient to this, it's good enough to get them into the play-in, and that's probably about as far as they're going. If you look up right now, where I think it was two weeks ago, I, I was asking you and, and Cody, like, what's the best case scenario for them? And the best case scenario is a six seed. They're five games out of a six seed with 25 yeah, that's games over. left. That's, to off, play. That, that's over. That's off the table. They're literally out of the play in. If the, the playoffs were, were the play in, were to start today, they'd be out of it. So, yes. Russell Westbrook would add an infusion of energy. I I readily admit that. That he comes in here and changes the way, at least hopefully, at least immediately, changes the way that the Bulls look. But there's something else that goes along with that that you have to factor into the conversation. If you're a teammate of Russ, you better be ready for, for full Russ. And I don't think that the the of the players that really matter for this team, it's the best thing that could happen for them. I don't think it's the best thing that could happen for Zach Levine because he's already shook that DeMar is on the team and is taking shots. And you see in Zach's fourth quarter play last night, again, in big situations down the stretch, you don't want the ball in his hands, which is awful because he's the best player that they have adding Russ to me I don't think makes Patrick Williams better either because there's another there's another mouth to feed it's there's also another, another guy that needs to get his shots too it's also another big presence and yes. we know that Patrick's default setting is deference yeah and there and there's nothing wrong with that overall it, it probably will get you through life easier but you're waiting for him to assert himself in all of these opportunities and you want to run the offense through Vooch let's not right. forget everything they say about all of this and then we saw it again they pass up threes for post entries now like they're they're so confused yes they're so backwards where if you beat him over the head where Vooch has got to get his touches and it's like all right but you're passing up an open three to dump it into a guy with his back to the basket and a defender in between him and the basket the idea isn't to dump the ball into Vooch and then stop moving. And that's what the Bulls do too often. When it's like, oh, we got to give Vooch the ball. Well, let's give him the ball and watch him work. You should still be moving. And if you're not moving, you should be flaring. So so that he has an opportunity to kick it out for a three-point shot, which is more valuable because three is more than two, which is also something that they have struggled with, with, with understanding and learning. It might be a jolt for, for the Bulls to get Russell Westbrook, but it it exacerbates a lot of the problems that you already have. So to me, the jolt that you're going to get from Russell Westbrook's energy, the way that he plays, his ferocity, is balanced out by he's got to get his shots too. He's not a good three-point shooter. You may have a personality conflict here because he is so demonstrative and he does have very high standards and very vocal about leadership. And I'm not sure that this group 
is capable of absorbing that or taking the proper lessons from it. It just has this feeling, the idea of bringing in a past-his-prime aging star, it, 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 it feeds into the feeling of end-stageness regarding what's going on. It, 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 this is almost never a good sign. It's like, well, this guy needs work, and he used to be good, and... It's like, remember they brought John Starks in for four games in, yeah. in 2000? I mean, like, I remember rooting when, when the Bulls had George Gervin in 85. And you're like, oh, yeah, George Gervin. I think that okay. Russ, Russ isn't as far along as those guys were. Like, there's still viable basketball in Russ. Just not with Robert this Parrish. collection. <laughs> Robert Chief. Just John not Sally. with this collection James of Bulls. Like, I, I think that Russ could really do well in a place where you have shooters, in a place where guys are able to make, because of his ability to break down defenses. And quite honestly, Russ this year has played really well. They found the role for him. He seemed to excel at that role. But that's because LeBron was there. You don't, you don't have anyone like, Russ comes here. This Russ team, you can forget about everything else. For 25 games, if Russ drops in here today, it's his team. And you already have a fight at the bat rack for whose team it is. That'll become clearer, but you know that one guy, one guy is going to pout. You know for sure that one guy is going to pout one guy's going to disappear, and the other guy's going to be like, my hip hurts. So what you got? Well, right now, you've got a team that has been told. You would think that it would be the response to AK's inaction would be confidence. would say, like, all right, this is, this is the kind of thing where we're, my team's on the floor. We're going to go out and get this thing because I believe in what I put together here. And the player's like, yeah, damn right. He believes in us. We don't need any. I, he didn't trade me. He didn't, he didn't try to start tearing this thing down. And they come out with these efforts in these last few games, like blowing late leads. I mean, the way, the way they've done it. The, the fact that you were in a game against Orlando last night and no one thought that you could win it what does that say i i I meant to look this up because will had made mention of it last night on the post game show so good last night when he was talking about how many lead changes were there in the game last night because orlando led after every quarter of that game and that's orlando they're terrible but for some reason they smell blood in the water when they see the bulls whether it's it's Wendell being mad because he got traded or whatever. Markel Fultz just running through your defense in transition. Yeah, if he could shoot, boy, he'd be nice. You you can see it. You you can get back to why that guy was taken where he was taken. Because he's that there's there's uh, the motor is there with him for sure. Why didn't they review that Andre Drummond elbow to the throat? He was apologizing before he even finished with the impact. Did you see that? Like he 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 didn't know where his head was, 
And you, well, he found it. And he did. And the look on Andre Drummond's face was like, Ugh. I may have killed that guy. There's something about Drummond's game I find just adorable. I think he's probably a cool dude, but I, it's yeah. another, he's another one of these guys. Like, look, that's the other thing. For the most part, this seems to be a collection of really good dudes. I know. And that's what sucks. Like, it seems like a collection of nice guys that that just want to play ball. But there's enough of them that are like, I, yeah, I just kind of want to play ball, but I want to play it my way. The thing that really bothers me most about this game, the one thing that maybe it doesn't change the outcome of the game, but can change of the expect, what our expectations are or how we look at it, is if you just had, in my opinion, better effort. Where, I, I mean... How many how many lead changes were there? I do not have that in front of me. Not, not very many. Not enough. Yeah. But, I mean, pretty much from my numbers is, I mean, Orlando was leading after every quarter, right? They were, mm-hmm. they, lead it, they were up four at the first, five at the half, I think five at the third. Yeah. I stopped writing down stuff after that point. Don't worry. We all did. That was the funniest line <laughs> of the night. Don't worry, we all did, and Jason is right. Mm-hmm. We all did, and so did they. And, and the Magic were bad too. Yes, I they're mean, they, not a good basketball but, and, team. And, but they didn't. Even, but they didn't play well. No, they're they're a bad team that played poorly. So it's not like it's like well they we they caught us or they hit every shot they took. Nah. Nah, it was that it was it was just disheartening. Every, they shot thirty percent from behind the three point line. Less than a minute to go. No. Oh my goodness, Valentine! No. Whoa, oh no. no! No. That is not the shot no. at that moment. That's a horrible shot. Good morning, we- sir. Merry Christmas, Coleman. I've had the most absurd nightmare. I was poor and no one liked me. I lost my job. I lost my house. Penelope hated me. It was all because of this terrible, awful Negro. (laughs) It was the dukes. It was the dukes. You're a dead man, Valentine! (laughs) Oh, Coleman. I was poor. No one likes me. Denim Elliott's so underrated in that movie. He's so great. He, he's all, I mean, that's, uh, what's his name in Indiana Jones? Where he's kind of. Short round. No, he's not short round. He plays, the, it's, it's the same role, but he's, you know, he's, he's always that guy. Oh, man. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Celebrate them all. Was it, was it Reggie? Yes. No. Reggie? Who is it? No, not. It, it also was not Jerome. Are you sure? I, I think so. <laughs> And it was not Cool Breeze. Phone. <laughs> they definitely wasn't phone. And it wasn't Matabaticola. Hey, give me another three and a half. What is that? Billy Ray. <laughs> yeah, feeling good. Yeah, feeling good, Billy. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. That's it. Billy Ray Valentine. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, happy day in the, in, in sports world. Uh, when we come back, we were talking yesterday a little bit about uh, Eric Bieniemy and Matt Nagy and the succession plan. Andy Reid weighed in on that. And we also have to ask some questions about another little coaching situation. So a little football discussion ahead of our talk with Sparky Pfeiffer, who's going to have some insight into the Aaron Rodgers vision quest, I guess. It's coming it's up. in a cave. Score. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. In the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. Look at him. Just stupid. Well, at least it wasn't Jeff Saturday. Right? Yeah, but isn't I that the way I'm supposed to feel? I guess, but it's or is that is that the is that the move? Oh, yeah, it could have been Jeff Saturday. Here's another mediocre white guy. Well, I don't know if he's mediocre, but I presume he is because most of them are, and then they end up getting fired, and you know, you forget who they are. And a little, a little, did did Jim Irsay do a little bait and switch here? Well, that's what it seems like because then Jim Irsay was patting himself on the back, telling you how many people he interviewed and how wide a net he cast, and then you, you here's this guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well. You know, what's you, up, man? I mean, you got to be careful because he might not be. You never know. I mean, I, I think he is, but think about what we were saying last year about Black Mike down in Miami. That's right. People didn't know. And they're like, oh, wait, he's a black guy? He's like, yep, sure am. And a weird <laughs> one. But cool, though. Kind of. He's weird in a cool way. Kind of. Um, After the Super Bowl, Andy Reid was asked some questions about Eric Bieniemy. Now, I misread this, just so you know. Okay. The headline says, Andy Reid hopes Eric Bieniemy gets his chance to run the show if he leaves Chiefs. I was like, oh, if Andy retires. But he meant, no, if Eric Bieniemy were to leave the Chiefs, he hopes he gets an opportunity. Ah. This from Pro Football Talk. Monday brought word that the commanders want to interview Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy for the same role in Ron Rivera's staff, and there's been chatter about other teams having interest in a similar move, so it was no surprise that Chiefs head coach Andy Reid was asked about Bieniemy's future at a Monday press conference. Reid's answer was similar to ones he's given in the past about his longtime assistant. Reid said that he hopes Bieniemy gets a chance to be a head coach in the NFL. Quote, Eric Bieniemy has been tremendous for us, and I think he's tremendous for the National Football League. I'm hoping he has an opportunity to go somewhere and do his thing where he can run the show and be Eric Bieniemy. With the Colts expected to hire Eagles offense coordinator Shane Steichen, they have, after interviewing Bieniemy, and the Cardinals looking elsewhere, doesn't look like a head coaching job will be coming his way this offseason. So here, here's the question. Would it serve Eric Bieniemy to leave the nest and if you're him do you do you really want to leave the best quarterback on the planet do you want to leave jordan as jordan is moving up i would really like to know first and foremost before i can answer that question about making that decision i want to know the real story why why he hasn't been on more short lists is it because of the past history there have been several run-ins with the with the law is that what it is 
and no one wants, no one's willing to take that chance on a black head coach. Right. The, the, the difficulty of the, that press conference and explaining some of that stuff that happened a long time ago, it still happened. Is it the proximity to Andy Reid, who most people consider to be one of the best play diagramming and play callers in the history of football? And the idea being, well, you're kind of just doing Andy's stuff. And they're very weird about who's calling plays. This was part of the issue with Matt Nagy. As had, remember, he, well, he's kind of calling plays, but he's kind of not. And in the playoff, like he was, but he wasn't. And all the bad stuff that happened with Kansas City, people kind of threw at Matt Nagy. And it was more arrogance by Matt Nagy. That, that's why they didn't advance back in the playoff uh, where he was calling the plays. And I'm doing air quotes for those of you who can't see me on Twitch. It, it may just be as simple as this. If people are saying, well, wait a sec, I haven't heard about any legal issues. It goes back to when he was, he was arrested in a bar fight when he was a player at Colorado. That was back in 1988. Then in 89, he had his driver's license suspended and was caught speeding driving with a suspended license, failed to appear in court, and a bench warrant was issued for his arrest. 1990, he pleaded no contest to interfering with a firefighter who had been trying to extinguish a fire in Biennemi's mother's garage. And then he failed to attend a training session as stipulated in an agreement through through community the community service agreement. Then in 93, arrested for allegedly harassing a female parking attendant and put his hands on her neck. He was named in an outstanding warrant, another charge of driving with a suspended license, banned from the University of Colorado campus for one year, 2001, arrested for DUI, docked a month's pay. And this is, it's a long time ago, but there were a series of incidents that maybe the team just doesn't want to have to answer questions about this when they hire a head coach. It's not the head coach, but didn't the guy who literally just got a DUI get a new job? Didn't the the guy from the, the Titans who got the DUI when when they came back from the game. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got fired and then he immediately got another job. Yep. The B enemy thing is weird, man, because a lot of this stuff happened 30 years ago that you're talking about. And I, I'm just wondering like, what is it? Like, is it, is it just blatant racism or is it, is it racism that's wrapped up in an interesting football argument? And that argument being, are you the guy that's actually in charge of the Kansas City offense? And how would you then go about proving that you're the guy in charge of the Kansas City offense? Do you call plays? Kind of. Do you put together the game plan? Kind of. How close are you with Patrick Mahomes? And and what role did you play in his development? I'm not sure what the interviews have been like. I don't know. I, I, I don't know because these questions all get asked in interviews, and he has been interviewed before. I, I don't know. But there there's before I can answer that question about what I would do if I feel I've got to leave the nest and go out on my own and prove there are things that, that I can put my brand on and say this is my offense these are my plays. These players are listening to what I say. 
if I thought it might just be to leave well enough alone and I can tell you this, hang out with Mahomes. I'm not leaving Patrick Mahomes to go coach Washington. Okay. Like I'm not doing that. I'm because they don't have a quarterback. They'll probably never have a quarterback. And you know the type of ball that Ron Rivera wants to play. It's antiquated, and it's not going to work. Sounds like the Bulls. Yeah, it really, it really does. By the way, in coaching news, Frank Reich hired Jim Caldwell. I saw that senior assistant or special. Yeah, senior, see, assistant? senior assistant, and you know Caldwell was Reich's mentor. So you know, I I appreciate him understanding that he probably got a job that there might have been some other candidates that were, were as qualified, if not more qualified, mm-hmm. and him at least reaching back and putting a guy who strangely has been out of the NFL for no good reason, considering the, the success. And that's what it was, success that he had in Detroit. They're just now getting to a place where they're coming close to the success that Jim Caldwell had, and that was, what, three coaches ago, four coaches ago? Let's check in on the Packers and the dark sojourn of their quarterback as he contemplates whether or not he wants $60 million to play football. Sparky Pfeiffer is going to join us next with the latest on the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 